Hello, Sarepta family. Three months into lockdown. I remember the end of March when lockdown first started, being really concerned and worried about whether Amy and Joel would be able to attend Anthony's wedding, which is due on the 11th of July. And unfortunately, the airways have not been opened and they are in Germany. They are not here. And I'm sure as we look at lockdown, many people have stories of disappointments and stories uh, of challenges. And some have lost jobs and some have uh, gone to be with Jesus. We think of uh, of Norman earlier on in, in, in lockdown where he went to be with Jesus. And they haven't had to, they haven't been able to have a memorial service because Meryl couldn't come out from England. And so that's on hold. And then this week, uh, Jean Alcock went to be with Jesus. And it was wonderful to be a part of her memorial service. And it was a, it was a story of, a, of, a, of Jean. What a story. It was a story that she had ups and downs. In fact, John Alcock uh, Jr., he said there were ups and downs, but it started with quite a long down. In fact, it was not until they turned in, in their 50s that uh, they suddenly had breakthrough. And that breakthrough came when they found Jesus, when uh, John and Jean found Jesus, and that's when life changed. And so in this lockdown time, whether it's uh, disappointment about weddings or, or job uh, struggles or, or whatever it is, or Amanda who was meant to have a wedding, the whole family was meant to come out from the UK and there was going to be a wedding in, in the Midlands and that was uh, postponed. And so there's been some disappointment. As I woke up this morning, I woke up with this scripture and this scripture is Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 to 3. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Isn't it wonderful to hear the Egyptian geese and the hardy dars in the background? This is this we live in Africa. So the Lord has called us by name. When you pass through the waters, what does he say? I will be with you. And through the through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So this morning, it's uh, that is the key. The God that we serve, the God that we love, is the God of Israel. He is our Savior. The date has been set. This week and in the last 10 days, I've had a, an amazing journey in Isaiah 55. And I hope everybody in the lockdown group has enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, there is a great invitation and the invitation is there every day. Come, today is the day of salvation. Come to him if you have no money. Come to him if you are heavily laden. Come to him if you are in need of rest. That is where we are meant to come. That is where we are meant to find our life. And so come to Jesus. If you are fearful today, if you are tired, if you are worried, if you are concerned, if you are anxious, come to Jesus. 
know that he is with you. And so I've been looking at this word come. And uh, the other part of the come, coming is Jesus' coming. And we need to be really excited by that. The date has been set. I know that it's only the Father who knows the date and the day. But we have a, a wedding which is going to happen on the 11th of July. Our son Anthony is going to marry his, his bride, Simone. What a beautiful day that is going to be. And I know that as the process, as we've looked and hoped and hoped that it would be at Providence in, in the Midlands, and that has been thwarted, and, and that's not going to be open on that day. And so it's going to be something completely different. But the date has been set. And Jesus is coming. And I want us to be excited by that. I want to be, that date has been set. And I think if we look at uh, the scriptures, if we look at the scriptures from, uh, from the beginning to the end, it's quite a good thing to look at the end, to look at the book of Revelation, because we know what the result is. We know the end. I know many of us, or not many of us, hopefully, some people actually, when they read a book, they quickly go to the end to see what the, what the end is about. They want to know the end before they read throughout the book. And so we know, we know the end. We know that the end is amazing. And today we want to look at that. So I'm going to go to Revelation chapter 1. And I know I might have shared many of these scriptures before, but in Revelation chapter 1, we see John having this amazing vision of Jesus. And, and in the midst of lampstands, and, and he sees uh, the Son of Man clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were like white, were like wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace. And his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand he, sell, he held seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. And his faith, face was like the sun, of, the sun shining in full strength. When John saw this, he fell at his feet as though dead. But Jesus laid his hands upon John. He says, fear not, for I am the first and the last. I am the living one, I died, and behold, I am alive. Furthermore, I have the keys of death and Hades. What a beautiful picture. What a terrifying picture. The book of Revelation shows Jesus as a lamb, but he also shows him as a lion. And so I want to turn to the end of the book. I want to turn, and maybe uh, in this week ahead, Maybe we should all just be just reading this, these last chapters. Revelation chapter 18 uh, starts and the headings. And I'm just going to read a few headings and maybe a few verses from each chapter. And then we'll end with reading the whole of chapter 22. And so we see the fall of Babylon in chapter 18. And we see in chapter 19, we see rejoicing in heaven. And let's see what it sounds like. After this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of the great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. For his judgments are true and just. 
For he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immortality, with her, sorry, with her immorality, and has avenged her by the blood of his servants. And so the 24 elders falling down at, at God's feet saying, Hallelujah, praise our God, all you servants who fear him, small and great. And then there's this wonderful thing called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And that's something which we are going to experience in a few weeks. And uh, he says, let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and the bride has made herself ready. The bride has made herself ready and it's going to be exciting to see our daughter-in-law making herself ready. And so then after the after this beautiful marriage feast, there's going to be a rider on a white horse. Jesus is going to come on a white horse and all those people who love horses, this is a day of rejoicing. This is when... Uh, uh, the beast gets captured and it says there, Then I saw an angel standing in the sun and with a loud voice he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead. Come gather for the great supper of God to eat the flesh of the kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and their riders and the, and the flesh of all men, both free and, and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against this army. And the beast was captured. And they were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. Wow. What a picture. What a graphic picture of these end times. And then there's this thousand years, the thousand year reign. And after the thousand year reign, there is the defeat of Satan. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog gather them to battle. Their numbers like the sand of the sea. Judgment before the white, the great white throne. Then I saw a great white throne. And him who was seated on it from his presence, earth and sky fled away and no place was found in them. Then a death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So beloved, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Are you following Jesus? Do you love him today? In the final two chapters, what amazing chapters. Chapter 21, there's a new heavens and a new earth. And we see this, this wonderful picture of God coming to dwell with man. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them and their God. He will wipe away what? Every tear from their eyes. And death will be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. Wow. And then again, in, in verse uh, 5, verse 6, he says, 
It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will call, I will give from the spring of water of living life without payment. Without price or payment, we get living water. Isn't that what we've been doing in Isaiah 55? That Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. And then it talks about the new Jerusalem and praise and worship. And finally, chapter 22. Chapter 22, I'm just going to ask if Milan will read that scripture. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything for the throne of God and of the lamb will be there and his servants will worship him and they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. And there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, Everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets as well as all who obey what is written in this book. That's you and me. Worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshippers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. 
Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the river of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. Thank you, Milan, for reading that scripture. Just want to emphasize a few scriptures from that in closing. I am coming soon. I am coming soon. It says that twice. Let's know that, that the Lord is coming soon. And we as a bride need to be getting ourselves ready. We need to be preparing for his coming. Verse 13 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Know that God is the beginning and the end, and he is everything in between. And that's so wonderful, so wonderful to know that God is with us. As we started off in that scripture in Isaiah, that he promised that he would be with us through it all. Through the fires, through the floods, through, through whatever this life throws, he promises to be with us all. And so let's take heart and let's take encouragement by that today. The final words in verse 20 and verse 21. Surely I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. And we're called to say, come. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Come today in your power amongst your people. But we're asking for your glorious return. So come, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that the last word in the scripture is the grace of the Lord. Be with us all. And so let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the scriptures. We thank you for all the scriptures that have been read today. We ask Holy Spirit that you would bring those scriptures to life, that we would see Jesus as we've never seen him before, that we would be excited about his, his second coming, about the return of Jesus. When we see the new heavens and the new earth, we see a place where we will be, the new earth where there won't be tears, where there won't be sorrow, there won't be death, because it's all been defeated by Jesus, the Lamb of God, the Lion of God. So bless us all. Bless you all. Amen.